welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 44, Slumdog Millionaire. Hello, Kristen. Hello, David. Hello, Hallie. Hello. Hello, listeners. <laughs> what? Slumdog okay. Millionaire is a 2008 British drama film directed by Danny Boyle. It is a loose adaptation of the novel Q&A by Vikas Swarup, and it stars Dev Patel, Frida Pinto, Madhur Mittal, Anil Kapoor, and Irfan Khan. I am sorry for all of those pronunciations. <laughs> I'm sure I got all of them wrong. But Slumdog Millionaire was widely acclaimed being nominated for 10 Academy Awards and winning eight, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay. It also won a slew of BAFTAs, Critics' Choice Awards, and Golden Globes. It was also a success at the box office, earning $378 million off of its $15 million budget. However, it was not without controversy, both within India and in the West, which we will get to in a minute. In case it's been a while since you've seen it, Slumdog Millionaire is a story of 18-year-old Jamal Malik, who finds himself one question away from winning 20 million rupees on the Indian version of the television show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? However, during the show's overnight break, he is arrested by local police, who believe he is cheating on the show and committing fraud. They torture Jamal with electricity and beat him to try and get him to talk, which he does in the end, telling the story of his life and how he was able to answer each of the questions on the show. Through a series of flashbacks, we learn of his troubled childhood, the murder of his mother, his escape from child traffickers, and the loss of his one true love, Latika, whose attention he hopes to grab by appearing on television. A tour of the Taj Mahal, Ben Franklin, and a whole lot of M.I.A. Slumdog Millionaire. And now he does this, the paper plane song, just in case. Oh, okay, that okay. makes sense. I okay. was just thinking immediately of missing an action, and I was like... Yeah got to explain that one to me david and then you did she does yeah. the, she does, she the does. Plane song. great yeah. song it's really good on the soundtrack too or like on the in the way that they incorporated it into the movie right really good nicely done let's talk about the personality quiz i want to get to that first because this one was this was a wild one we had 30 questions and no explication whatsoever <laughs> of why you received the result that you did. None. Just none. And the questions were like, they get progressively crazier as the thing goes on. I, I wrote some of them down. One of them, what is your biggest fear? One of the answers, my greatest fear is to have no more fear. Which is <laughs> deep. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Meat? Pasta? Milk or vegetables? <laughs> Have you ever had a nickname? What is it? <laughs> and the choices are Babyface, Champ, Lava, or Thunder. I wrote down several more of these, but they are great. It's just, you should take this quiz. I highly recommend it. The last question What is the best way to start the day? Coffee. Sports, <laughs> laying in bed, or eating a capital H healthy capital B breakfast. I loved any question that said doing sports. Yes. Doing sports. There were a lot of questions where doing sports was a valid option. I wanted to start my day with sports. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Anyways, I got older Jamal. No reasoning behind it. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's just who I got. No summary. Yeah. Allie, who'd you get? I got Older Latika. Older Latika. Okay, Older Latika. Yeah, nothing. It was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I also got Older Latika. <laughs> there it is. Great. Except I was confused by the picture because I don't think that's from the movie. That man no. was not in this movie. <laughs> so, that's her. I didn't the take a screenshot of it this time. The person who's with her is not... Yeah, I This got... is some white man. I do not know. Wait, who is that? I don't know. His teeth are alarmingly white. They are really I mean, white. And there's older Latika, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, yeah, I got, I like, older Jamal was just, like, a red carpet photo of hmm. Def Patel. With, and he had, like, facial hair and everything. It's like, this is not, like... It's not how Jamal is yeah. in the movie. So I wonder if you can get the younger versions as well. I don't know. And what if it still is, like, present-day pictures of them so they don't look <laughs> at all like children? They're just making things up now. Yeah. Personality quiz. Woo! It's, uh... Again, I highly recommend this one. We'll, uh, I'll make sure to post it in the Twitter. Yeah. So seeing it for the first time. Hallie, this is also your first time seeing yeah. Slumdog. How'd you, uh, how'd you feel about it? Uh, Give me a number. Um, number of, like... <laughs> you know how we do the numbers. <laughs> like a scale oh, of I mean... <laughs> Like, how good I thought the movie was on as an objective scale as I can get. It was like, it was a good movie. It was like a seven. That number we're not allowed to say. Uh, but, I don't know. I, can, I, don't, I don't know that I really enjoyed the experience of watching it. Go on. Well, I, it just like, I don't know. If I had seen it when it came out, I think I was in high school-ish when it came out. 2008. Yeah, that would be high school. That's what you're I don't know that the thoughts I was thinking now as an adult watching it would have occurred to me, but I just couldn't, I couldn't, I just kept wondering, like, is this fair to India? Like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I know that there are bad places and bad things happen and that the kind of, the kind of child poverty and tragedy happens in places in the world but i couldn't i couldn't shake the feeling that white people made the movie and were like other parts of the world are terrible if non-white people live there so yeah. i was just mostly uncomfortable for a lot of it i don't know i felt like i felt like i mean a cab right please don't apologize but it kind of felt like even though jamal won and got away with Latika. There was still some sort of victory missing for him. I, like I, like I, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like he won. I feel like there was something that would have made me happy, but I don't know what it was. I mean, like I liked the movie. Like I would watch it again, and I've been thinking about it a lot since. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like the electricity. Like I, like I knew, <laughs> I knew he was tortured at the beginning because they thought he was cheating. So I, I knew that was coming. That wasn't actually as big a part of the movie as I thought it would, because it's just in the very beginning scenes. But I still didn't like the electricity. I don't know why it unsettled me as much as it did. Because yeah. they're coming for you next. No. Yeah. 
They'll never find me. I gave them your address <laughs> and your social security number. You only know zero of those. Okay. David, how'd mm-hmm. you feel seeing the movie? I think I think I'd give it about a six. And I think for several of like for most of the reasons that Allie mentioned too. Like I don't know. Like, as far as things that I enjoyed about it, I thought, like, technically the movie looked really good. I really enjoyed the soundtrack. Um, I was kind of into the structure. Like, critics were kind of, I was, as I was reading about it, critics were kind of torn about the structure. And that's a thing I'd like to talk about later. But, like, I thought it handled the different timelines really well. I was never really confused about what was happening at any point in time or, like, why we were getting the information that we were getting. Like, some of the critics thought that it it chopped up the action too much and you never really got like any momentum going. I disagree with that. But you disagree with me? No, I disagree with okay, the good. momentum <laughs> thing that the critics just said. Yeah. I felt like it carried. It definitely helps that they chose to make all the questions and his life experiences that led to him knowing the answers to the questions both happen in order. They didn't try to like tell it to you and then like quiz the audience essentially like do you remember watching this part in the movie yeah that kind of thing yeah could have been fun though yeah i don't know i i I also felt kind of uncomfortable like like there were there were parts of the movie that i was uncomfortable about but in like a good way like narratively like here's a bad thing that's happening i feel uncomfortable about that here's a tragedy and that is making be feel empathetic with the characters right but, but it was hard to separate that from yeah i kept i kept thinking about like you sort of like sometimes you hear stories on the news that are like amazing kindness boss buys car for employees so he won't have to walk six miles to work in the snow and the entire framing of the story is like what a great boss he is he's looking out for the little guy and not like holy crap, why do we have a system where one person can afford to gift out an extra car yeah, right. while somebody else has so little money they're walking six miles in the dead of winter just to keep their job? And, like, the framing of the movie is, like, feel-good movie of the year, which is a thing that, on the DVD... It says feel-good movie of the year? Yeah. The feel-good movie of the year. According that's to weird, right? You feel like New that's York weird. The New York Observer... That's weird. Somebody else on a different poster from the UK, it says the feel-good movie of the decade. Just up in the stakes a little bit. But like but like that's like the framing of the movie is like we want you to feel good and like instead of capitalism sucks and is like I think that's just an incorrect quote. (laughs) I mean like yeah, you're rooting for Jamal and everything, but I don't think anyone he saw, thought the movie was framed as feel-good movie of the year. I felt at oh, the end the same way I felt about um, The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. Have you seen that? No, I don't know that. Semi-spoiler alert. It's just depressing the whole time. And at the very end, you get, like, a little bit of an upturn. And so there's the implication that things are going to work out and be okay. And things are going to start turning around. But the entire two hours, it's just blow after blow for this man and his son, and everything sucks. And so I would not call that the feel-good movie of the year, just because it ends on a tiny high note. Just like, 
yes, he gets with Latika at the end and he wins the money, but I'm not I'm not gonna call this the feel good movie of the year when they had children being blinded forcibly. Right? Like that <laughs> like, like no like, I don't know, I'm I I'm happy for him and it was exciting to see him win the money, but like it did feel like that like those stories where it's like, Oh, here's a good thing that happened, but you think, wait. Yeah, but wait. But, why? but 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 there are all but, these other bad things <laughs> still. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think like I don't know. I I do think that the movie is trying to get you to leave the theater and like not really dancing. Like they dance at the end, they which do. was great. But I don't know. After everything that he's been through to see him like both win all this money and like finally get with the girl he's been Matuka. obsessed with I don't know that he's in love we can talk about it <laughs> <laughs> okay but like to finally to finally like achieve his dreams or whatever I think I think it's trying to like make you feel good at the end of it yeah but and there's like, a difference between trying to make you feel good at the end of it versus being the feel good movie of the year that's that's my distinction I mean, I'm not arguing it was the feel-good movie of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I did not feel that great watching it. This didn't warm your soul when you texted me 45 minutes in, and what did you say? Hold on. I have to pull it up. I think I just said I wasn't having fun. Yeah, you just said, I'm not having fun with this movie. You were right. It's about both who wants to be a millionaire and problems. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was right. So, anyways... Speaking of problems, there are a few controversies surrounding the movie. Um, one of them, and I just like your your thoughts on these things, is that somebody described it as poverty porn. That like, it's a movie that fuels sort of the Western stereotypes about poverty in India, and like, it shows. It's not just showing like here's here's a group of impoverished people and like sort of what their lives are it really like revels in it and is like look at how horrible everything is and like just everything is like to the nth degree like not these children aren't begging on the street they're being like forcibly blinded and trafficked and like which again it might be a thing I don't know I don't but like (laughs) I don't know. A lot of social activists in India protested the film, arguing that it's kind of demeaning to the poor, and especially its its title. Like even the title of the movie *Slumdog*. Yeah. Is. I do. My only well, my comments so far are one. I was looking up the trivia on IMDb, as I do, and apparently Slumdog is meant to be just the fact that he is from the slums, and they say so often, and it's supposed to be tied with underdog. Because yeah, he that's what uh, Yeah, people still, I can still see why people might have problems with that, Yeah, but it seems like it genuinely was meant to be play on word E, which doesn't necessarily excuse things, and then I also heard, I do not know the depths of poverty even in our own country let alone other countries but i have heard that like if you go to india you will see like poverty like you have never even imagined or expected and so i don't 
know if I would necessarily say this is like poverty porn. That's not, I don't, obviously people who are from India will know if it's a better representation of their people and communities, but I have heard that it's in some parts just horrible. And I wondered if this was just meant to be one of those absolutely devastatingly impoverished areas. Yeah. Um, yeah, two things. Um, the about about Slumdog is supposed to be like a play on underdog or whatever. Like that's what the director said, mm-hmm. and it's like it's an underdog, and he comes from the slums, which is like fine, but still kind of demeaning to call people dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I personally would never have made the connection between Slumdog and Underdog if I hadn't read about it in his yeah. little interview. Yeah. Like it just like. Maybe it's just me, but I didn't. He's, My brain didn't connect the dots. Yeah. And like, and it's also like, it's not how the word is used in the film. It's just kind of a slur. Like people are just calling him a slum dog, and like, like you don't want to be a slum dog forever, do you? Or like, it's just nobody's using it. Like you're a plucky underdog <laughs> from the slums. Go get him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody, nobody talks about it that way. So, yeah. And I said two things, and now I don't remember what the second one was. It's okay. Um, poverty in India. Yeah, yeah. I believe I believe that the poverty is like super hard, but I think it's, it's it, it revels in it too much for my taste. I think it, it's just like it. How is it reveling in it as opposed to just showing it? What is the distinction? I think it plays it up a lot. Like, you you see all the badness and the horribleness and like I, I think I think part of it like goes back to that that scene where they're like literally blinding children. <laughs> like it's not just a scene that just does not need to be there. It's just it's not just bad and that these people are like it would be bad enough if you know you see the conditions that they're living in and I don't know how they're trying to get by with like the little to nothing that they have but then it just like pours on like extra tragedy after extra tragedy and like I don't know okay. it seems like it seems like they go out of their way to be like you thought this was bad well, here's something even worse. It does feel like they do keep piling that on. Yeah. And then sometimes, like, I really liked all the music choices in the movie and felt like they all really worked for their scenes, but I also felt weird about, like, uppity American songs about, like, making money being played over children, like, running through the streets. I don't know. Something about that felt off. But, like, cinematically, I liked the the choices. I mean, I didn't... I don't know. Like I, like I liked it cinematically I just was like I don't know I feel like I feel like part of this is wrong and I can't quite put my finger on it yeah there were um, there were two other things I wanted to mention one was that a lot of like other Indian like like 
not all their Indian filmmakers, because Danny Boyle is, is British, but like a lot of Indian filmmakers were like kind of anti this movie too, mm-hmm. with one of the most famous ones calling it, quote, a very anti-Indian film and mm-hmm. saying that all the bad elements of Bombay's commercial cinema are put together in a very slick way, which is just like, I guess, a criticism of the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm like fine with the movie. <laughs> but like... He also says that it underlines and endorses what the West thinks about us. It's falsehood built upon falsehood. Which, I don't know. I I guess I, I trust his opinion of it, you know, I'd, being, being from there. Right. He, yeah. he probably knows what he's talking about. Right. I can see, yeah, how people are like, okay, well, way to take all the bad aspects of things and then just put them in a little two-hour movie as opposed to all of the wonderful things India has to offer. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Also, I found out that at the end of the filming, the child actors who played the youngest Salim and Latika, they were still living in the slums outside of Mumbai, and the kids had been paid 1,700 pounds for Salim and 500 pounds for Latika, because of course the girl would get less money. But, like... 1700 pounds for his role in the film which won best picture which it the budget was 15 million dollars you could have easily paid these children more they couldn't have found and have made their lives so much better yeah like there was a little bit more compensation after the fact i guess there were like they got some trust funds set up with a few thousand pounds in it they got they got some help with their education but like also, like, come on. Right. Like, they were in this movie, and like, the kids were in it a lot, a lot. quite a bit. And yeah. like, really more good. than I expected like, or remembered them being in yeah. it. So, they, they, yeah, and they were good. They should have been paid more. Yeah. Not that, like, if they were bad, they should right. be paid more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but you like, never know what you're going to get with kid actors. Sometimes they're great, and sometimes they're just like, Saying words and they're like, "Ah, here, kid, that's fine." No, young, youngest Salim was like, was like really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the heck? Why, why couldn't you have paid them enough to like help them move their family out of the slums that they were living in in Mumbai? Like, like the movie was an international success. It was nominated for ten Academy Awards. It grossed $370 million. Oh my god. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. And again, I could, they still should have paid them more from the get-go. But I can also understand if you have, like, X amount of budget, you don't expect it to be as big as it's going to be. So then you go back later and you give more compensation because you earned more money than you thought you would. But they still should have been paid more up front. And also more than just, like, some money and a trust fund and edu- give them a home, a good home. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's part of what I meant when I said, like, the framing of the movie is, like, feel-good movie of the year instead of, like, capitalism sucks and is making millions of people incomprehensibly poor. Like, the movie wants you to focus on the love story and the, like, fortuitous way that events in Jamal's tragic life story lineup and give him all the answers to the game show he's found himself on and not like the actual children in the actual slums of Mumbai like 
who were used in the film and poorly compensated. Yeah, that doesn't... Like, that like doesn't... He, they want you to be like, hey, he gets the girl in the end, and Woo! he's got... He's got a bunch of rupees, and like... Talk rupees, about rupees. that, not how we did not pay it's those rupees, children. Right? Yeah, it's rupees. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess it's also cool. like... Of course you want to see these characters end up happy, but again, like... She's escaping from human trafficking essentially so it just feels like the end of like i finally am with the love interest and we want a bunch of money feels like less than i escaped the human trafficker so it just feels like the emphasis is on the wrong things often yeah Yeah. often i guess i'm also like i'm always thinking about like characters and their Deep seated trauma. <laughs> but like, yeah, when we watch Frozen and your takeaway was this movie has a lot of loneliness. <laughs> oh. Alright, like, David. But like it did. So like it ends on like the high note of like we've won all this money and we're together finally and it just kind of cuts off, like, we've got a lot of unpacking to do. Right. There's <laughs> like, a lot to do afterwards. And the, like, and the thing is, that could have been a triumphant high. Like, if you watch a movie about people in a bad situation, it's a triumphant high when they are able to extricate themselves from the bad situation. This just felt like, this just didn't feel like that for some reason. This, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't like an epilogue where like, we get to see them two years later and like see what their life is like and like i don't know that i necessarily want that but it does end at a part where it feels like the work has just begun instead of everything is better now it's like yes you've gotten a lot of money and like yes you're together if that's a thing that yeah should happen which again i'm not we can talk about it you don't like romance in movies (laughs) he's just got a point I don't know that I don't like romance, but I also feel like I was getting a lot of like love versus obsession vibes here, and I feel like we may have fallen more on like obsession than true love. Pourquoi? Well, they don't really know each other. They spent a lot of time as kids together. They like a bit of time as kids together and I then... was under the impression it was like a good chunk of time like at least several months yeah and um, it was like, like quote unquote tutelage of the smart of, of the bad people of the bad yeah. men but like they get separated for many years at a time and like like on multiple occasions and he just sort of he just sort of obsesses over her he's not really like his whole scheme is to like go on television so that she might see him and well i think that again again, the love story is complicated by the fact that she's being trafficked like that like like part of this is getting her out of that situation and i i mean when you meet his kids and you form a bond like going back to find a childhood friend who meant a lot to you even if you've technically spent more time apart now than you've ever spent together is like cute to me i was invested in that you know like i got the impression that like 
they spent a lot of time off screen hanging out and bonding together and all of that. Also, it's not like, you know, she moved away and he was like, whatever happened to that girl who was in my kindergarten class? They escaped child traffickers who were going to, like, tear people's eyes out. And so I think it's fair for him to wonder how she fared and how it turned out. So tied up in her personal safety rather than just finding her for the sake of finding her. He wasn't like, I need to find her and declare my true love. He was like, I need to find her because ideally finding her means she's okay slash there's an opportunity to help her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I was just, I was like, he seemed like he doesn't really know her at all and is like obsessed with the idea of her more than like is in love with the actual person of Latika. And like, I don't know, like, what do they even talk about? Like, okay, well, like, can you imagine like a scene where they're together and trying to have a conversation? Like, but there they're my kids. But there isn't a scene of them like as adults where they're actually. Well, when they're when I'm sorry, she was busy escaping <laughs> human trafficking. <laughs> when they're kids, they have that cute scene on the steps, and I can't remember what they're talking about, but I know they are having Dancing a conversation. And singing, yeah. yeah, and they're playing yeah. off of each other, and yeah. I got the impression that kind of thing happened a lot off screen. Like that was just, yeah. and she like played the prank. They played the prank together. Yeah, on um, Salim. Salim, and um, like that, like that. I feel like they had a connection as kids and they were and they were really close. And then when they were reunited as like middle school age, it seemed like they also just fell right back they, into They had some time together, laying on the chatter. mattress, hanging out. Like I got like nothing was said, but I felt like a connection was happening, like nothing needed to be said. Like I don't know, it wasn't like a high peak romance, but it was like a genuine human connection of like a person you cared about you have you have found again after many years. And because we cut away for like the night that Salim was out doing his thing with the other gang member man. Shooting people. Uh, shooting people. Well they were all there when he shot when he shot the guy and then he went and threatened more people because he wanted to work. I, I don't know. Um, they, had, they had some time alone in the apartment so like I, I put the pieces together and was like they hung out and it was still for a night but like sometimes that's all you need Especially in a movie. I don't know. I kind of like when meaningful connections are formed over very short periods of time. And I felt like... I mean... I don't think this movie failed. I don't necessarily think that it's like a stirring romance. Because Lodica doesn't get to do much. Yeah. Like, like I got older Lodica, the personality quiz, and I'm like, oh... Okay, <laughs> like which is but like uh, I don't know. Again, so much of her story is the trauma, and like on the one hand, that's valid because her character's in a terrible situation. On the other hand, did they just put the woman in the terrible situation and then let that become her character? I don't know. There's a lot to unpack. I feel like their connection was there, and I bought that he loved her and that she loved him back. I just felt like her character wasn't fully there but that felt like a specific writing failing on their part rather than on the part of there is a relationship I can see that I also did feel like when he said that he loved her I'm like uh, 
Not the time, buddy. Also, you haven't seen each other in a couple of years. I think it's fair to admit that there were feelings there, possibly on both fronts. But I'm like, okay, Jamal, you're just jumping right in. But, and yeah, I don't think it's this fantastical romance. But when the phone was ringing, even though I knew she was going to pick it up and answer, when she did pick it up and answer, I still was like, yes. I was so upset that scene because I realized it was in the car only like a second before she did because I'm dumb. So I was like watching it and I was like, like, answer the phone. And I was like, oh God, oh God, it's it's, it's, it's this phone, Jiggy. He gave it to you. You have to go back to the car. Yeah, I know why you got out of the car. And I was just like really, really upset. And it's like, and then she answers and you hear her voice and God, it was so good. Yeah, it was great. That was a good And then she didn't know what the third musketeer was. And I was like, I don't know why you would. Like none of us do because, because it was actually very clever. I was sitting there that was like, never said. it's C. D'Artagnan. That's what I was saying. I was like, it's D'Artagnan, come and on. And then he said A, and I was like, Dev Patel, no. I was like, it's C. You D'Artagnan. Fool. D'Artagnan, please. I saw the movie with Logan Lerman. I know this. And then they're like, it's right. And I'm like, I got out my phone what? right after that and Googled three musketeers. Because <laughs> I was like, D'Artagnan's a name. That's and a then person. I thought, That's when I saw the movie, movie I'm like, were there three and one of them left and or died <laughs> yeah. and D'Artagnan came in as the new third but technically fourth? Like, Very confused. I don't know as much as I thought. I was really upset. So part I was of the also like, confused. Yeah. I thought, like, D'Artagnan is, like, the only name I know. That's the from, I didn't know the other two. Is he, like, is he a villain, a villain or, like... No. He's the protagonist, so he comes in... And admires the three musketeers, okay, and then becomes a musketeer actually, later. Okay. He does become a musketeer later. So that was a very poorly phrased question <laughs> on that show. But I was upset when she answered it, and I was like, "Oh, she doesn't know." And then they only have like thirty seconds or something, and it felt like it was a lot of like heavy breathing and not really saying anything. And I was, "You have, you have to, you have to communicate. You have to use your time." And I was like, you have to tell him where you are. And then and then it cut and then to Jibed watching. And I was like, don't do not do that. Never mind. And I was like, no. That's why she said she was safe. I, I know. I doing. thought that was stupid at first. And I was like, good call, Larika. I'm zero for zero in the show right now. As you usually are. False. I still... Yeah, that was true. Like, I got swept up in it. And it was, like, fun. And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling the things that this movie purports to make people Purports. feel... Purports. Don't know where that came from, but glad yeah, I used that word. The last, like, word. half hour of the movie, like, picks up, kind of? Picks or up. Like, yeah. Like, and I don't know if part of that is the structure. Like, we are jumping back and forth through time a whole bunch in mm-hmm. the first hour or hour and a half. But, like, yeah, the last half hour is all, like, is he gonna get the money? <laughs> is he gonna... And, like, you know... I guess I did find myself not really swept up in it, but like I was, I was, I was rooting for him. <laughs> also, yeah. the music when they were finally reunited, my first thought was literally like, "What is this Titanic music they have going?" <laughs> I love it, but it was very Titanic-ish, and it was great. And then I thought, "What a soundtrack!" You got this Titanic-sounding thing. You got M.I.A. You got the Jai Ho song. Which I had completely forgotten about. One of my friends really liked that in like ninth grade. She knew the dance. She would do it. It was not a thing I could have ever said existed. I forgot about it that that deeply. But it yeah. was fun. 
Yeah, I was like, it's if this was just like, I don't know. It's all. This is gonna sound really stupid, but like, I feel like I would have been able. I got swept up in it and I was happy, but I feel like if his past had been just a little bit less tragic, maybe I would have been happier for him. (laughs) Because it just felt a little bit unequal compared to, like, what we were seeing in the... Like, it felt like there was a statement to be made and the movie just missed it. I don't know. I don't know. Happy for his for him and his rupees and him and his and 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 Latika. and of course they deserve to get away in spectacular fashion like that and like and like I don't want to do the thing where you're like well all these other people are sad these two people can't be happy but it just felt uh, <sighs> so you're saying they can't be happy no that's the opposite of what so they can be happy but no one else can that's also the opposite. So no, no, no like, 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 no, I just... There is no happiness. <laughs> like, everyone should be happy. And it's not happy. like they have to single-handedly solve poverty or anything like that. can't believe some million people like, solve know, poverty like, in two hours. I don't know. It felt like a Cinderella story that made me feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but like... I can't pinpoint why. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I did like though. What was it like? The second question that was like, "What's the what's the phrase on like the Indian flag or something?" And he didn't know, and he had to ask the audience. Oh yeah, and the one fun. police guy was like, "How do you not know that? My five year old knows that." And I think he did a good job of just showing like different worlds because he mentioned some street food thing and how much it costs. And I don't. I I do like because at some point someone in the movie had been like the only people who ever make it this far are like doctors and you know scholars and whatnot and i kind of like that you even though his whole reasonings for knowing all these things were horrible and i would wish him a happier way to acquire this knowledge (laughs) um i did like that it sort of showed you don't have to be this fancy schmancy doctor smart person sometimes you can just know things and be smart. It came back to my beef when I first saw this movie and how they were beating him up for getting the questions right. I'm like, the point of this show is to go on and get the questions right so you can win the money. Jamal went on. He's getting the questions right and he's winning the money and you're mad at him for it? This is the whole... That's what you do on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You try to become a millionaire. And I was getting upset. Well, they thought he was cheating. I know now that they thought he was cheating, but I still also was like, it's fine, man. The, the game it's show fine. sucks. Yeah. I was really mad at him. He put... He put like he put B B on the mirror, and I was like, "Oh, what a bro!" And then ten seconds later, I was like, "Wait, that's not that's not this right." This is a Zero dumb thing, but I was confused by his B because <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know. That was like a bike screech. That was like when the brakes on your bike haven't been oiled in a while. <laughs> You're just. Is that okay to use? Okay, this is a dumb thing, but I literally I thought about it for minutes after <laughs> the show. The bee, 
but it's like this. And because of how he wrote it, like in this little top bit, it like curls up. And all I could think was, how, how do you write your B <laughs> such that you get a little, a little curl right there? You'd have, to, like, you'd have to literally be like, he was ramming it in the mirror though. To be fair, you so didn't that, see that. That might be. Oh God, upside down. No, nobody saw you, that because this is an audio podcast. I'm trying to show you two though. You'd have to draw it like this, and like swoosh up to get that. But everyone, everyone just does it be like that. Okay, but if you were writing it in the in the steam of a mirror, there's no, there's no explanation <laughs> for that. Okay. That's a little swish. Well, next time. You're in a bathroom. <laughs> Just try writing me on the window. I will, and I will, on the window, I will take a picture of it, <laughs> and there won't be a little tiny swish in the top lot because because no one writes a B like that. This is the most minor thing, but I'm well. telling you, I sat there and was like, "You can put that <laughs> on his list of offenses." He lied to Jamal, <laughs> but he lied in a confusing B way. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I hope you listeners were also perplexed by the weird B. You should take a picture of that. And then I you should. Can, can you send it back to me? <laughs> <laughs> you can get a fresh piece of paper. I do not know where your fresh pieces of paper You don't want all those other scribbles. <laughs> to be in the picture. You gotta need my scribbles, which are Magic the Gathering life totals. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it later. But aside from the weird flick, I did think it was a very nice beat. <laughs> I was like, that is crisp for writing it with your finger on a skinny mirror. You even put mirror. Like, a little period next to you. Next yeah. To you, like, wow. Like, if that's I try to write, detail. Like, little grubby fingers, like, that's something's gonna go over the line, and it's not gonna look good, but he made it look really good. Something's gonna go over the line, like a no, little, like a little because, No, I mean, like, if here's the line, and you go like this, it's probably gonna go that way. Why? Why would it go up like this? <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sure there is a logical explanation. There is not. Who made this? We should tweet. Is it in the behind the scenes videos? It's been 13 years. Why? I have questions. Just one, actually. But um, that was my little tiny insignificant grievance with the movie, but the B didn't make any sense. Very crisp. Didn't make sense. Yeah. I can't say that I paid that much attention to the B, but, uh... Things that you notice in movies that others don't. Yeah. The way they write the B in the mirror. Also, I just, I want to know how he knew that Smarmy Game Show host was lying. Also, did you know, fun fact, they wanted the real host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, India, to be the host for that. But I believe he was busy. So instead, the person who was the host is someone who won. I think, like, one of their oh. biggest winners to date. That's cool. 
And so when he had the line about like I like no one has won as much as me or something like that, I was like that that's true. That's <laughs> legitimate a true fact. I used to really like him. Wants to be a millionaire. I think everybody used to really like who wants to be a millionaire i was like seven this is not a game show that i knew any answers to but i like to pretend that i did you like to pretend that a lot yeah fake it till you make it it's what you gotta do it's what you gotta do did you ever watch supermarket sweep no i love supermarket sweep i love supermarket sweep yeah that's the love it so much i had to say it twice yes that's the best of them. I have not yes. seen it. It's so good. You just are they like, how much is this turkey? And you say four dollars, <laughs> and they say it's thirty one seventy three. Ignorant swine. I, I don't know. Remember correctly, you just have to put as much in your cart as you can, and then whoever has a cart that costs the most wins. Yeah, there's the um. So there's like impossible burgers. Chardonnay. <laughs> I'm just making yeah. things up now. Yeah, so there's like the first rounds where you have to like answer quiz show type things about grocery store items. Okay. Like, you know. As you do. Name the brand of this thing or whatever. Like, just like, Hostess. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And if you get it right, then you get extra time. Oh. And the final round is you take however much time you've got and you get some shopping carts and you just run through this grocery store and like put a bunch of stuff in your cart and whoever gets the most stuff the most expensive stuff in the cart wins they go and they they ring up all of the items okay and then whoever had the most expensive cart or carts wins so people would just be putting their arms on the aisle and just fleeing things into there I've always wanted to do that yeah really yeah, fun you to go watch. and get like you know big briskets and stuff and like toss you know, them in there. Th- there would be special things like if you grind your own coffee that'll be like an extra $200 because coffee grinding takes forever mm-hmm. and like yeah. special items that like you know they give you a clue or whatever and like if you find the right item that's got a sticker on the back or whatever then mm-hmm. that'll be worth an extra like 500 bucks or whatever it's really good okay <laughs> it's like it's a classic of 90s, early 2000s no, I never game shows. It. It's really good. Yeah. We were we were a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune family. The, like, classics. Yeah. I love Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. Yeah. To this day, I average about two correct answers per <laughs> game. <laughs> Maybe three on a good day. I think I once got four and was like, oh my god, I should be on the show. <laughs> yeah. Game shows. Game shows. They're fun. Also, I thought Dev Patel did a really good job of seeming like this genuinely nervous guy. Yeah. Like, I like when the uh, host said something about being nervous and he was like oh are you nervous and the host was like no I'm seeing if you're nervous and he was like oh right it was, yeah. and that was like it and I'm like oh Deb Patel you're so endearing yeah this is like his first movie not I thought it was just his breakout one but apparently it may oh, have been his first movie first first Primero yeah. good for Deb good for Deb Patel good for Deb. I liked Deb Patel I liked all the actors 
I love Dev Patel. Although it was weird because I knew that him and the lead actress dated after this, and apparently it was until 2014. Weird thing is, though, so this came out in 2008, and... He was born in 1990, so he probably filmed it when he was, like, 17. She was born in 84, so she's, like, six years older. So, 23-year-old dating a 17-year-old. Mm. Weird to mm. me. Weird. Yeah. yeah like, not... like, That's, like, some Flynn Rider stuff. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, Flynn is older, actually. No. Yes. No. No. We talked about this already. (laughs) We're not doing this again, David. You can't make us. No. Not to self. I scrolled right past all of his actual movie things. Oh, it's his first, like, feature film movie role. He had been on a couple episodes of Skins, a TV show. And that's it, though. And it was Slumdog Millionaire. There you go. Oh, my God. Diving right in. God, he was Zuko. In the really bad live action. We have to put that on our list. Do we? Yeah. He's never even seen the show, though. That's true, so it won't mean anything. No, about it won't how mean anything. And, like, I feel like it's a pop culture legend that has no place in the canon because everybody collectively pretends that it doesn't exist. I like when they announced, like, Netflix, some sort of live action thing. Everyone went, no. <laughs> no. No. We've been burned. <laughs> We've been burned so bad. Yeah. Yeah, he was I don't know how I feel about this trend of, like, making live action versions of popular animated things. It's bad. That's, like, how, you, that's how, that's the correct thing. I opinion. think it can be good, but it's kind of, it's kind of like when... Harry Potter split the final movie into two movies and then everyone else decided that they also needed to split their final movie into two movies and it's like just because you can doesn't mean you should if you have a really good script for making this animated TV thing into something great go for it don't do it just because that's the hot new trend. Like, adaptations are fun and fine or whatever it's just that Disney's clearly doing it for the cash grab and Disney also just like hates his animation department even though that's what Disney's thing is and it makes me really mad to see them ignore like 2D animation and other like cool animation projects they could be investing time and resources and money in to create Cruella and others <laughs> Cruella Cruella I, I like I, I haven't liked any of them the, I liked the Jungle Book a lot the Jungle Book is the only one I hear that's a good one yeah I have not seen it it's like I a little did. Bit the, I realized the, mm-hmm. the live action Jungle Book. It's the only one that I have liked. I know the par. guy who wrote the script for that. That's crazy. I you should like tell him it's the only this. live action movie what? Disney. I, I like you told us. This yeah, I went to grad school with his wife. That's crazy. And so he he was living in LA still, and like they had a complicated like we're married but living in totally different states, and like that sucks. It's really hard. Um, but yeah, so sometimes he would fly back and mm-hmm. be in Austin, and so like we would hang out at her house. Fun, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I did like the live action Beauty and the Beast. I know it is not without problems, but I liked it. My dad really likes it. Anytime it's on TV, he puts it on. <laughs> what? I don't. It's it's. 
Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorites, though, so I'm no. going to automatically have a soft spot for it. I know. I just, like, I don't know. You got to say it. Every time I think of the live-action Beauty and the Beast, I just think of that weird song they put in where she's like, I had a charmed childhood. Oh. And that was weird. I don't, yeah, it was weird, and I don't know why it makes me laugh. I think well, it's they because my the roommate imitates in. it really funny. They put the Beast song in, and that was good. And I was like, yeah, Beast should have always had a song. They also had something yeah. there, which is my favorite Disney song of all the Disney songs. I didn't know that. Now you do. Yeah, now I do. I'm an enigma. Until now. <laughs> this ruined it. It's just a thing that I happened not to know, and now I do know. I am an enigma. And it's lodged in my memories forever. I hate knowing things about you. I hate it. We call the pasta. What? The pasta. For Rita's party. We don't talk about that. Is pasta your favorite food? <laughs> no. Or is it milk? <laughs> <laughs> It's milk. I have I have no concept of which character goes to which <laughs> food I That is another, I was saying, that's another benefit of the quiz is that you, it, you don't know who you're going to get based on your answers. It's not like all the things for like the Harry Potter house quizzes. It's like, what's your favorite color? Red, yellow, blue, or snake? <laughs> And you're like, hey, I wonder who it is. I think about that joke all the time. And this one, I I don't know whose favorite food is milk. <laughs> Someone's. I don't know. By the so, way, this has been bothering me since I watched the movie. What did they put on that sandwich that they made? That they made the guy I jump don't know. in. Because like obviously he sucks and he doesn't deserve a good sandwich. But I was also like, why did you make him a shitty sandwich? Like he's right there and he's gonna yell at you <laughs> and it's gonna cause problems for this conversation or you're was trying it a to have. Fine sandwich, but he was already upset by the game that was on. And so he was being dramatic and a bad person. I don't know. He, I guess, Way to victim blame, He could have just, it could have been like a normal ham sandwich. He probably just wanted a BLT and they gave him a ham and cheese. And he was like, hell no. And that was, yeah. I guess he could have been. It just like, he spit it out. So it felt like it, like they put something that doesn't they go with. celery on it. The other thing. Celery's delicious. I don't know. That, that bothered me. Yeah. I wish I knew. I just want to know. Go back and analyze the scene carefully. And then go look at the bee. <laughs> <laughs> really think about it. Think about the sandwich and the bee. <laughs> Sounds like a children's book. <laughs> this was, this was a movie. There's a... There's a... I think it's a, a grim fairy tale book is over there but I don't want to go get it you have to but um it's about three friends there's a mouse a bird and a sausage (laughs) (laughs) wait I know this one doesn't belong and it's the bird yeah it's uh, it's actually really good I like that fairy tale a lot it's a a mammal it's a mammal (laughs) (laughs) yeah I stand by that you shouldn't. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong according to science. 
Yeah, but science is usually right. The birds are at least like, sure, their category is birds, but that circle is within the circle of mammals. I'm pretty sure that's also not correct. Yeah, it's right. See, you have to look it up because it sounds legitimate. It's their hollow bones. All mammals have them. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brittle why I skeleton. broke my wrist. Yeah. Birds are neither mammals nor reptiles. <laughs> they are birds. <laughs> but they're within the subset of mammals. No, like, they aren't! <laughs> but they are. But they are. One of the, one of the people also ask, is this our bird mammals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're gonna look at a penguin and tell me that's not yes, a mammal. That is, that is what I that, that is where that came from. You were like, oh penguin. You're gonna look at an like, emu and tell me that's yes, not a yes, mammal. It's a bird. That's a mammal. It's a bird. It's a bird, but it's a mammal. God, no. <laughs> Science will catch on. I'm ahead of them. That would be a question on on <laughs> on who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> like what are birds? And one of the no, answers be... would just be birds. <laughs> <laughs> it would have birds, reptiles, mammals, currently categorized as birds, but are actually <laughs> mammals. And that box would have to be a little bit bigger than all the others. And the font would have to be smaller. It would still be birds. It would still be birds. Nope. Nope. So, so Salim. Salim. I was about to ask what we thought of Salim. I was going to ask what we thought of Salim. That was weird. Yeah. Three of us all being like, Salim. Salim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like, so I liked him as a character throughout like almost all the points of his life and i think the youngest salim is like the best actor in the movie. oh he's, he's great yeah. he's really good um though I was, I was a little bit uncertain like what made him change his mind at the end to get latika out of the mansion so that salim could die in his bathtub full of money like i was i wasn't quite i didn't quite make the connection his whole like, thing was like jamal's not gonna give up but i'm like that hasn't stopped you. Right, like, yeah. this is, like, this You've is what been... convinces you. Also, it's not even like Jamal made some desperate plea. He's on a game show. He's right. not even talking about Latika. Some people said Latika and some people said Latika, and it really messed me up because I'm yeah. like, I just want to know how to properly say her name. But there was no... He was just answering questions. That's it. We, well, he, well, I think he, I think he would have known that he would have gone on to... He probably would have used attention. the money to help Atika later. But, yeah, there was no big catalyst. And then, yeah, he said he was going to kill the guy. But didn't try to get the guy alone, even though he had previously been alone and talking on the phone. Instead, he locked himself in the bathroom, waited until the guy and several of his cronies came around, stood in a bathtub full of money, which maybe has symbolism, but it went over my head. And 
shot him once, but it it looked I probably just saw it wrong, but it looked like he was like shot in the hand. I'm like, did you even hit a vital <laughs> organ? And then he died. I thought he did the money. I thought he just took their money and then and then sat in it so that when he got shot, he would make the money bloody, thus rendering it unusable for normal people. That was my only theory. Yeah. I guess, but they I also think... seem like the kind of guys who work in an underground. Who can launder bloody the, money? Yeah. They're gonna launder, or they're literally just going to be like, okay, move him. We have to get the money. Do you mean, <laughs> mean launder money like actually washing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I meant it. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. I don't know. The thing about Salim is like, like he's, he's a terrible kid. He's always like, ordering the other kids around and slapping them and stuff and like he's violent and he throws himself in with Javed the gangster like as soon as he can and he separates Jamal and Latika on like numerous occasions yeah, yeah. leaving them both to their terrible fates but like just because he sucks as a person like doesn't mean he was a bad character and I found him really compelling in his awfulness I agree I was like most interested in Selene yeah. even though I hated almost everything he did yeah yeah. Salim. Right. Like, I, like, when he's a kid, it's like, whatever you do, you gotta do to get by. He's a kid. He can be aggressive, and it's just like, whatever. Um, and even when he's kind of like the underling for the first mob boss, the child trafficker mob Ooh. boss, it's like, are you gonna say no when you're in that situation? You I know? know? Right. So, like, meh. And then, and then, and then he just, I don't know. I mean, he does not let his brother get blinded. That's a... Yeah. Bar's does, pretty low, That's though. a gold star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does have... I don't want to say that he's a an especially, like, complicated character, but there are times that, like, you know, we see glimpses of he does know right from wrong and he's maybe choosing to do wrong mm -hmm. more often than not. He but had like, Latika's hand. Yeah. And then let, let it go. go. Just let it, let her go. Yeah. He does choose to do the wrong thing Almost. fairly frequently, always. but like not always. And I think that's, that's compelling. I guess I, I was actually not sure at the, there was no message when he was like, no, I left you a message. Like, it felt like maybe Salim could have left him. I, I don't right. think he did. I'm probably going to trust Jamal on that one. Yeah. Salim doesn't have a good track record. But there is the chance that he did because he's done, like, a couple of good things. These four good <laughs> things not like... indicates that, yes, yeah. he left like, the maybe. voicemail. I mean, he does seem to care about Jamal. Yeah, it's it's at least like in a brotherly way. It's like so... like cares about him because they're related, not necessarily because like like he right, like he knows that he 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 knows that Jamal loves Latika and still like lets her get captured by yeah. the child traffickers and like you know it's weird because is... he protects Jamal. But doesn't really make him happy. I don't know. Right. He's a. He's got a lot of complications. That Salim. That Salim. Yeah. Best character. Yeah. 
Yeah. Young Celine. Young Celine. Middle school Celine slash just teenage Celine. I was like, you you know right from wrong now. You knew it as a kid, but you can, I don't know, give kids more of a pass. Yeah. But he knew. Mm. I was surprised that he got a gun from somewhere. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I was I was with him when he shot. Oh uh, yeah. My first guy. First yeah. guy. First guy. No, I'm like I didn't see it coming that he was gonna pull the gun out, but also I don't know. Salim clearly talks with lots of different people and gets his hands in lots of different things that aren't so good. So I'm not surprised that he was like, haha, surprise, I have a gun. How do you feel about about Latika? I liked her. I just, I wish she had had more story. Yeah. Her story was very sad. And we didn't see that much of her. We saw more of her personality I think when she was younger. Yeah. Kid and then when we saw the oldest version of her, she, we really only saw her when she was in that one guy's house. And then obviously she's very careful about what she's saying and what she's doing and how close she's standing to Jamal and all these other things. So I wish we'd gotten to see more of her, but I liked her. Yeah, like I liked her fine. I got no beef. Yeah. I, I guess be. yeah. I guess I was just like a little bit upset about her lack of agency. And I did feel a little bit like I was worried that it, she felt a little bit more like another prize for Jamal to win. Like mm. you win you win the money, you win the girl. He did tie those things together with math. I don't know. I wanted I like I, I really did like that scene where they are at the didn't the bus say like an orphanage or whatever wasn't that yeah. like the when they were it wasn't an orphanage it was like the child trafficking camp but it said but orphanage like, yeah but like i did like that scene when they're when they're children and like we do get to see a little bit of something from her like like personality like she just doesn't get that much screen time either no. i think that's part of it but like i don't know i wanted more i wanted more i wanted more, I wanted more yeah. of her She's always in, like, terrible situations. Yeah. Is... Yeah. Is the trouble. I wanted... I wanted to see her happy. I liked Jamal, but he was also a little bit... I don't know. Not two-dimensional. Just a little bit more flat. Not as compelling as Celine. Mm-mm. Yeah. We only get his personality in, like, little flashes, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamal. Like... I liked when he was a kid and he really wanted that guy's autograph. He worked for it. Mm-hmm. He, he did. He sure did. Yeah. Although I was wondering why he didn't climb over. Or try to find a way to, like, climb under and avoid what was directly underneath. But he had to rush. He had places to be. He was also, like, five. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not really. Not necessarily thinking things through. I guess. But, Yeah. Falling into, falling into toilets. That's a Danny Boyle special. <laughs> I've only seen one of his other movies. It was Train Spotting, but there's mm-hmm. a really famous scene in Train Spotting where someone dives into a toilet. Like a like a regular toilet. It's like kind of a fantasy sequence. Interesting. Mm. But 
You know what weird toy this is in the movie always messed me up? In one of the Spice Girls movies, some guy comes out of a toilet in, like, the middle of the night. He just, like, circles up, and there he is. Really freaked me out as a kid. I thought of this, like, three days ago. So yeah, it's weird that this don't is going like that. Is he just no. a guy, or is he, like, a... He's not good. <laughs> okay, but like, is he just a guy coming? Like, I thought, for instance, Pennywise was a normal man. No, he's but just I a guy. He's just as far a as guy. I know, he's not a supernatural being. Of some I have kind. not seen it in many years. My Watch it again and tell me. Little me got the impression that he was just a guy who somehow happened to be able to come out of a toilet. Okay, freaked me out. Okay, because I was like. We lock our doors at night, but what is the point? We live in anyway. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway. Do we have anything else to talk about, or should we talk about the next episode? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, for next time. It was shaping up to be an ordinary summer in the art world. But wouldn't you know, there's trouble afoot in Pewter City. Someone's broken into the local art museum and stolen several of their most notable works, including the priceless Maltese Spiro. A huge reward has been posted for its return, drawing private eyes and treasure seekers from all across the land to help hunt it down. But no ordinary sleuth will find the bird statue. No ordinary sleuth indeed. Because this is shaping up to be a case for the world's greatest detective, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> That's right, next time, it's Detective Pikachu. Woo! I'm so delighted by that synopsis. You have no idea. That was a idea. fun one. That was a, that was a good synopsis, David. That's, it was like a really good synopsis. That's what we're doing next time. That's what we're doing next the time. Maltese the Maltese Spiro. The Maltese Spiro. That's the we're watching. That's it. That's what it is. I can't believe you got the case he's going to have to solve correct yeah. on the first try. Yeah. Maybe you, can solve, maybe you can solve the case when you watch it. <laughs> yeah. I will I will definitely try to make sure that uh, I put all the pieces together in <laughs> Detective Pikachu. The one thing I know about Detective Pikachu is that I, I frequent card shops sometimes and uh there was a special Detective Pikachu Pokemon set that had a, a six-sided die in it, and the six was a Pikachu head with a hat on. And I really wanted... It was like 30 bucks, and I don't play Pokemon. You but still I like, really gotta wanted that die. Gotta catch them all. I really wanted it. This will be your second Pokemon movie after Pokemon the movie. It's like true. Like, we're just throwing you into this. That's true. This is... You can... This will be the, the only other thing I know about Pokemon. <laughs> when you watch it, and you supposedly see Togepi, who isn't I, in the movie... Who Togepi is. You have to say the time that you think Togepi is in the movie. I will and take then a picture of Togepi, to and then I will send you that picture of Togepi. Okay. Can't Togepi's take a picture of what isn't there, but... I'm right. I'm right, and you're just mad that I'm right. No, I'm excited. Tokapi's in the movie. <laughs> I love Tokapi, and Tokapi is yeah. in it. 
All, all I know, I've I've seen. I don't know if I saw the trailer, or if I just saw like a couple of clips. But like, I've seen some of maybe just stills of some of the Pokemon, and they are some scary looking things. Talking about Mister Mime. I don't think I've seen the Mister Mime. You would know. If <laughs> don't you saw Mr. don't Mime. look it up. <laughs> Yeah, like, don't look it up. Just like wait. A, a duck? Like Psyduck? Psyduck! It's a w- w- creepy looking duck. Well, yeah. There Was Psyduck one of the ones? There were some where I'm like, I, I appreciate how detailed the fur and or scales and or yeah, it's a little... skin that you sound wrong to say <laughs> is. But then there were some that just didn't match for me and it seemed not like how I expected in a bad way Psyduck might have been one of those Psyduck frustrates me I'm everyone else who's like God Psyduck shut up (laughs) of course you do yeah oh when you watch you have to like take little pictures and be like here are the five Pokemon I think are cutest you do have to tell us which Pokemon you think are cutest okay there is one correct answer. <laughs> of the five. <laughs> that you can't guess which one Hallie thinks is the cutest. Yeah. It's it's Bulbasaur. <laughs> I'm an enigma. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that'll be for next time. More Pokemon. I'm excited. You sound excited. You didn't... You like, didn't- like like I said several times before, I probably would have been really into Pokemon <laughs> as a child. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be a good time. It'll be a good time. I mean, it's gonna be great. Yeah. So until then, goodbye, Hallie. Goodbye, David. Goodbye, Kristen. Goodbye, David. And goodbye, listeners. <laughs> <laughs>